I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The first and most obvious effect is that technology drives a stake into the heart of originality. I talked about originality before in the chapter about getting started with your creative day and how certain kinds of imitation can give you a much needed jump start at the beginning of your day, but they can also drain the battery. At the Tonight Show, I get to interact with a variety of comedians. When we first started at the late night, Twitter was just a baby. After a few years, it grew up, and I started to see that comedians were using it as a platform to test out and shape jokes. Then there was a turn, when they noticed that everyone else was doing the same thing. When Ryan Lochte got caught with his pants down, not literally, but in the not telling the truth about something since, jokes were all over the internet within seconds. People who weren't comedians, but were funny, or lucky, or persistent, went down the same avenues of exploration and sometimes hit on the exact same setups and punchlines. The first person to make a joke somehow claimed ownership. The second had to make an excuse, even when there wasn't a reason to make any excuse. Media critics and psychologists started to talk about parallel thinking and the theory that if you put a million people on the same path, some of them will end up exactly at exactly the same destination. All of this made the comedians I know start backing off uh, to back off from the medium. Sometimes wouldn't read Twitter because they wanted to preserve their own process, keep their heads clear. Sometimes it was for reputation purposes. They didn't want to be seen as joke thieves. One year at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, a comedian named Darren Walsh performed a bit about deleting all the German names from his contact list so that his phone was Hans Free. He won a prize for it. But then another comedian named Pete Cunningham said that he had tweeted it years before and that he knew that Walsh had seen it because they corresponded about it it turned out to be true there was evidence the result of course has been to change the face of me the growth of the internet has accompanied was accompanied by the growth of alt comedy where the issue wasn't the jokes you told but the way you told them your stage presence your performance the perspective you carved out your entire persona at some level this is just an industry story but in other ways it's an important metaphor for how technology is shifting the terms of creativity hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a tuesday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon is an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and uh that excerpt was from creative quest by quest love um and that is so real about the internet and how it's changed creativity because now it's kind of like whoever tweets it first claims ownership even if it's not really something you can claim ownership of and many comedians have become definitely paranoid of the internet um some people have gotten famous off of the internet you know um but there's a ownership element to to jokes and comedy and stuff that isn't really able to translate fully because it's not like you write a joke and then you time stamp it and then you get and then you know who saw it and it's trademarked and no one else right. can make that joke but one of the things people really get off on instead of to me i'm mostly flattered whenever i make a joke and i see like a comedian or someone i respect someone else who i think is extremely funny make a similar joke i'm normally flattered because i'm mm-hmm. like wow i have so much respect for your sense of humor right and we made a joke that arrived at the same destination to me that says my sense of humor is improving um or yours is getting worse not just kidding but uh but it says like yo this is dope like this you know and i think um 
as podcast comedians i would call us that not stand up necessarily but mm, po- sit down yeah we're very funny podcasters um you see it if you listen to other podcasts you see it all the time you like oh i thought of this topic and i thought about it that way and then this person thought of it a different way or sometimes hey i thought the same thing when i heard it you know apparently i'm not the only motherfucker that can process information in america and come up with you know metaphors and parallels and all of this thing um but i think the one difference for me anyway is i don't have the ego or the whatever it is to be accused of people stealing from me unless i really like man everything i say this motherfucker repeats or something then i would you know if it kept happening over and over i was like man it seemed like this person is taking my jokes they're taking the things that i say and and putting it on their platform or whatever that's i think i would be offended for that or like the fat jew who's a uh who was a big twitter social media personality he may still be one because i see him he's in movies and shit tv shows now like that's crazy we covered that scandal on the show where he got caught literally stealing people's jokes like he would take someone's joke take their um at and all the all the identifying information of where the joke came from he just take it off aggregate the joke and just act like it was his joke and he ended up getting like a comedy central uh show at one point it did i don't think it ever got there to air air, but because the scandal came up but Mm -hmm. you know like there's that kind of still in two that's very very blatant but there's just a lot of stuff like that um you know and then there's also the last thing i'll say is there's also was a time where when the internet and social media was burgeoning people didn't really know the rules Mm -mm. you know now it seems like people kind of have like a sort of um understanding of hey you give credit to the people you you know you got that from go ahead and retweet that uh you know go ahead and, uh, and then some people you know they have even more stringier stingier rules like don't take a screenshot fucking put my ad up there and all this stuff i, I don't get into all that stuff really Mm-mm. but just the general idea of giving people credit for the one who came up with it i think is a good idea um but i think especially when we're all live tweeting or all watching something happen unfold live man you can't be stuck on who came up with what first you'll drive yourself fucking crazy yes yes you will and it's i can't say it's it's just one of those things where in certain fields particularly with comedy it's just a big thing when it comes to comedy and what's funny because when comedy years ago if you wanted comedy you would literally have to a special would have to come out you would have to go to the show you would have to know where they were they would um present you the joke and then that was kind of it there wasn't a place where they could present it in a public manner like twitter and then people could do whatever they want to with it and feel however they want to people have always felt certain ways about certain jokes and comedy but now you have uh all these people with all these um different opinions coming at the comedian and i understand why some comedians get offended like motherfucker this is what i do for a living i goddamn tell jokes and the, but also on social media you have people they are anti-joke they don't know how to take a joke they don't know what the fuck a joke is if a joke smacked them in the face they wouldn't laugh so you know you have this kind of collision uh, Podge of all these different things happening at one time so i understand 
how for some comedians they're like you know what fuck it i won't use the platform because i don't want to be accused of anything i don't want nobody to think i did anything like i just don't want those problems and some of it is jealousy i mean because like if i make a joke but then i see a person on snl make a similar joke even if they don't follow me or whatever it makes me feel more important to say that person stole that and that's that's they don't have actual talent they steal things and that's where they get where they are and and that's how you know and now i'm you know i'm the victim in the situation even if i can't prove that it was taken from me or something like that um and of course there are people that do steal jokes and stuff but Mm -hmm. i think you know um uh, so much of what we have now you know these lawsuits against like um uh singers and rappers that are literally just people buying the rights to songs and then like running algorithms to try to find if they can get any element of a popular song and go oh i already had the copyright to that and and suing them and people you know for the most part what do people see they see the headline that's all they care about and they decide if they're gonna believe it based on if they like that artist or not right Katy perry is sued oh she stole it lizzo sued oh i kind of like lizzo i doubt she stole it you know beyonce sued there's no way she fucking stole that shit fuck you you know so um but it's the headline right i remember we covered it on the show a few years back people were accusing amy schumer of stealing jokes it's like she stole this joke from patrice o'neill and shit one we wouldn't actually listen to the audio back to back as they split it up Mm -hmm. and it was like that's not the same joke Mm mm-hmm it had some of the same premise it wasn't the same joke two that wasn't even a joke that no one but patrice o'neill was doing everyone was doing the because i believe the joke one of the jokes was based off of uh how white dudes back at the bros frat bro types were coming up with these stupid ass sex names for sex moves and mm-hmm. you know it'd be like oh man you ever tried the the bloody mary what's that uh that's where you uh have sex with her and then you leave and you look in the mirror three times and say bloody mary bloody mary and then you you pop out the middle and, and then you come in the face or something it's like you know it, and there was stupid stuff like that mm-hmm. but everyone had those jokes yeah because the thing about comedy if you listen actually hear comedians talk they'll talk about how particularly when comedians are new they go through a certain phases they go through you know some might go through a sex phase some might go through a, about my life and kids phase like whatever the phase is and when you're going through those phases sometimes you're going to retread water that other people have because the craft has been around for so long right but the point was they were trying to say it, instead of being like oh it's parallel thinking mm-hmm. um and some of the jokes weren't even like nece- i hate to say it because you know i like amy schumer but some of these jokes weren't even necessarily good jokes they were just jokes other people like if anything you would it was it was more likely that she had come up with some jokes and people may have told her by the time her special was about to come out like hey you know patrice had a joke like that or something and you just go all right well well, fuck it i mean the special about to come out at this point i've tried this shit out i don't think it's the same thanks for your heads up and i'm gonna put it out right but this idea of her waiting around and stealing the shit you know and there were other like once again they call them street jokes in comedy where it's like jokes really they don't really belong to anyone you know like a street joke uh is is a joke you go you know um you know i went to my doctor and he said i said doctor it it hurts my knee when i do like this and the doctor said don't do that anymore that's not anyone's joke right everyone had like it's everyone's street joke like a knock knock joke yeah what you what you hope is that by the time you get to a special or something permanent you 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 knock all that shit out of your act so that you don't have 
you know any you know because those are like quote unquote the weaker jokes sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah it was just it's just weird to, that we now have this kind of like ownership but not just that it's this demagoguing of people to say they have no talent to say they're a thief to run them out to harass them and i think that is part of the impulse too and that's also why comedians sometimes flee the platform much with people um because they know for a fact that you know people can't wait to kind of you know uh for lack of a better term you know string them up to castigate them Mm -hmm. to be like you thief you you talented hacked and all this shit and trust me comedians don't have they they the last group of people that really uh are gonna take that well you know what i mean very few of them are gonna be like mature enough to be like all right you guys are tripping let me just continue about my business you know it's like the perfect social media and then comedians like the perfect fucking uh circle venn diagram of people that's gonna take it too too far um but yeah i i just thought that was that was interesting because it definitely something i've noticed with my own creative process where you know if i like and that's the other thing sometimes you just see something online or something you don't know where you heard it from or whatever you forget about it and then it seeps into your brain and then you know it could be six months later you make a joke and you think you the first motherfucker of that shit and then you could have saw that joke you could have heard that joke before it's a very human thing that happens to everybody but instead of it being that now it's like you know thievery it's well so-and-so said that in march 2018 and i mean you stole that it's like whoa and so now everyone's on edge and scared of being accused of being a thief because uh who the fuck wants to walk around what creative wants to walk around with that reputation of i steal shit from uh <laughs> and that's the thing when people crazy. accuse you of this regardless have evidence or not it's that you go well there's no way i no matter what i say people are going to believe right so now i gotta and that and now so that when your is all you have in like comedy and shit that's gonna stick with you forever so when motherfuckers say you like look at carlos messiah like that motherfucker ain't never living down that that reputation it's too many people that accused him too much evidence that literally does show like motherfucker almost word for word he stole he stole biz cosby bill cosby's football bit and shit like people ain't never letting that shit go so everyone is super scared to even have a little of that stink on them like so they don't even want to hear the parallel thinking shit it's like no no everything i came up was fucking original and not inspired by anything i've never fuck everybody you know and that's not true everything is inspired by something i'm gonna be honest the way i get around with around it is that i just try to be generous because if you look at my um twitter account compared to like most people's twitter account i retweet shit i do too like most people don't retweet anymore they just favorite Mm -hmm. shit it's like this is for me um now i know that people can see the favorite or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's like you're not really sharing it for a reason you know and i like to share the shit because what my point is is like i read this thing i found it amusing right one we're all on this platform to try to share and to get a little bit more followers so i'm going to share it with my followers so that they can see what you just said and they can be like yo i might want to follow this person they're funny or whatever the other reason that i retweeted is because i don't want it to be like uh i'm the only person on this account that's funny i'm the only thing yeah i'm just here to be funny and y'all consume me like nah i think um you know rather than try to reformulate that joke myself i'm like that joke's perfect let me just share it with people that right. observation that's is great to add to it yeah but people don't really do that as much anymore Mm-mm, i guess i'll be the only one retweet i retweet a lot because like i say i see stuff stuff is funny stuff makes me laugh so i see gifts 
and mm-hmm. i just like to share you know like you said those things that cross my mind and and the biggest thing is to give them credit to let them know okay acknowledged right butterfly i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right karen mm-hmm. i got some random thoughts um and some of this is more uh, work from home and the last one is kind of something different uh working from home i've uh realized a lot of things uh you kind of lose days of the week i don't know why but i have to constantly like check my calendar and check my phone to be sure i'm in the right day of the week because when you're used to actually leaving your house you kind of got a schedule you kind of got to have a routine you know you know when the weekend's coming but when you're already at the house sometimes that shit just blends together (laughs) so for me uh i've realized that i don't know if anybody else has realized that but but i have realized that 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 i've kind of lost track of the days of the week because there's certain things because you know how some jobs you go okay i do this on monday this on tuesday this every friday so i have to keep that in 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 order so i'm doing the right thing on the right day uh also something i realized and uh somebody had like reposted something on i want to say facebook about people taking pictures of their offices at home and uh i never realized this a lot of people don't have tables anymore like actual tables in their homes where they can actually set their computer we happen to have like like a uh kind of an office setting here but i realized that i looked around our house a lot of people don't do like your grandma and them how they had like the big dining room table a kitchen table and stuff because a lot of families don't actually sit and eat a meal like that anymore it's rare we used to have one but that bitch took up so much space it was like we don't need a table and chairs because most times we sit on the couch you know and eat or sit in chairs and eat so i don't know if that's a thing of the past where people would like have these tables where I think for a lot of people, if they knew or if they had already worked from home, I think a lot of people would be more prepared. But because, you know, it was kind of thrust where they was like, pack your shit, you got to go. People was like, I'll take, I'll have whatever setup I can do until, you know, I can go get a table or something like that. That's just another observation. Um, also, something else I've realized in a lot well, hold of. Hold up, hold up. I think also getting older um one of the things i realized is that i like to buy furniture or things that make life easier and a dining table is just not a thing for me you know i think now everybody kind of you sit down and you watch tv or some shit and then you eat your food you know uh i think that 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 white picket fence like sit down with your 2.3 kids and your dog and you know everyone talks about their day i'm not saying those are bad things but i think that whole idea is kind of going away but um one thing i noticed was you know as i got older i was like oh i'm gonna buy a computer desk i'm gonna buy um you know a cart my laptop 
in the other room with wheels and shit and it makes everything a lot more uh convenient yeah uh so i know that's that's one of the things that i've done and i I wonder if we'll see an uptick in that because people are now possibly working from home could be for the you know for longer periods of time Mm -hmm. so uh that would be dope yeah so i bet you they're probably gonna see us uh uptick in like desk and like uh at home shelves i bet a lot of people gonna start uh, doing them ikea shit where they put it together stuff to make it more convenient where they could kind of have all their things in kind of one uh location or one area because i know all three of these desks women did we put all these together i think we did yeah we put all these together um and so i think that uh for a lot of people they're going to start going that route like you say next thing you know a month two months three months for some people this work at home thing might be permanent you know for some people moving forward because offices might decide it's more convenient for them to do this than to pay than to rent all that office space yeah, i can't stuff. imagine sitting on a couch with like my work laptop trying to get some work done like i, I would need some type of furniture or something to to offset that because you know when you go to work there's a reason that you got a cubicle and a desk and chairs and shit like you might not have that at home yeah, that's true and that's they didn't let y'all take none of the furniture home with y'all i guess so you know mm-hmm. gotta figure it out for most people i think that's a no-no they was like look you can keep here's the monitoring shit but no you you can't take the chairs i think some people did in my job they took the, took the chair they was like look i ain't got an office chair i'm rolling this bitch out with me make sure you ain't got that rona on it like all the something you better you better uh so people were going back and getting like printers and shit like look i'm not using my own printer i mean i'm taking y'all shit mm. so one of my workers went and uh, other people went they went and got the printers they was like nope if i'm printing it out it's gonna be at your cost too getting real out there come on you're getting real real uh and also something i realized while working at home i seen other women uh talking about this and something i realized too one thing i love about uh working from home is that uh no bras no shoes oh it's been so relaxing you don't have to dress up yeah i'll actually email hr about that because we have a dress code around here you have been violating it several times i have the titties have been swanging we you know uh this is not that kind of work environment people trying to get things done i'm sorry Uh, if you can't i've already been here as a senior employee from working at home for years at this point um it's really you know time i gave you a grace period but <laughs> it's really time for things to, to start shaping up around nope here. no socks no shoes mm-hmm. i've been loving it it's very distracting it's hard for me to get work done <laughs> it, it it says it's hard for you to focus mm-hmm. you ain't even in here half the time as the was seat. that was that it or no no i'm just oh. i'm just saying you didn't even in here at the time to be reporting me i, don't, I can't come in here anymore why, why, why are you distracting why are you paying me attention co-worker ain't you got shit to do i used to be able to focus but i don't know now i just don't come in oh i done ran you at your workspace mm-hmm. <laughs> my last thing and i kind of i was listening to the latest episode of three guys on and this made me uh come up with this concept shout out to the to the hoes out there that's making money with the uh internet and shit being down and shout out to the nerd hoes the reason why i'm calling out the nerd hoes is because they smart they know how to use a new technology and they hoeing on it and they hoeing real good and they gonna teach they gonna teach the they gonna teach people like me these non-tech hoes how to do it right 
you know they were like look i game for a limit bitch this is what i do every day i'm the one on here getting all the points and all that stuff because uh nerds fuck too you know they like to have sex too and all that stuff so shout out to the nerd hoes who stepped their game up because everybody's stuck in the house now what do you mean step their game up what hmm. like what exactly are they doing oh step i mean because like with without the technology you're able to communicate in ways that you know people normally wouldn't communicate before you know how you say now everybody's doing instagram live everybody's doing facebook like a lot of people are actually being more interactive online and you know people starting to get lonely at home and things like that you got gamers online all the time for long periods of time you know you might fuck around and find you a boo out there gaming too okay i did not think that's where it was going um but i was thinking more about the fact that you know people can't strip anymore uh sex work is kind of you know going you know it's gonna be a struggle with the covid19 shit because many people can be asymptomatic so this whole like wear a mask shit uh don't exchange air while having sex which is i mean even if you're not kissing the idea of not exchanging another human being's air while y'all fucking is pretty low so um you know uh there's gonna be a lot of um in-person sex work that has to shut down not to mention with these quarantine restrictions clubs closing stuff like that Mm -hmm. so there are some nerd hoes i wouldn't call nerd hoes necessarily maybe tech hoes i don't know but they are ahead of the curve because they have been doing only fans they've been doing cam shows web shows webcams uh they've been doing um the um still doing the phone sex thing where you can get paid to do phone sex and uh all this type of shit you know i know because i see them on my uh, timeline all the time Mm -hmm. um i follow um uh, a few of them and um also like um why can't i remember her name right now but uh there's one of them that retweets everything on titty tuesday mm-hmm. um and That's she's like super back. sex positive and she's been out here cam hoeing for a minute making uh getting bread um and i think you know she like um let me find i'm gonna see if i can oh but, and Mm-hmm. go ahead and the reason why i was saying uh cam host because they were talking about like groupies you know and, and and like there's groupies for every genre and they were you know they're 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 uh are gaming groupies yeah but i guess to me i when you said hoes i thought you was talking about maybe sex work type stuff not just oh yes yeah. i mean being on twitch or whatever it's, it's kind of in- encompassing yeah yeah but no no it's cool it's just two different ideas you mm-hmm. had you i'm like knowing technology and stuff is gonna definitely help people in this time you know if you are already on apps and all that shit mm-hmm. um but i'm talking about like specifically sex work wise yeah miss b nasty is her name m-i-s-s-b nasty and every titty tuesday she always basically lobs up to the timeline all the other like webcam girls that are out there all the other only fans accounts people that promote i mean these are these are like extremely savvy business promoters i'm not mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this on no fake shit like mm-hmm. straight up like if you look at what they like their editing skills their ability to sell like okay um i'm today i'm gonna be showing like my pussy but i'm gonna actually put like some i'm gonna insert some edits into this so you can't really see anything but go to my only fans page pay this mm-hmm. month they have sales like quarantine sales the half off of this month sale like they do all of that shit um 
yeah. and like they're out there like marketing themselves collabing with each other uh, uh you know offering personal things like so in the quarantine age they are ahead of the curve because they've already been doing this work and it's not it's zero risk to them right like right there's no chance of getting the COVID 19 from them or giving it to them you don't have to worry about them i can't come in tonight i got COVID 19 because one of the clients i fucked some dude now you got it too you know like so i can see how like the appeal of that could grow in an age where people really because listen sex sells and people still want to have sex regardless of what they say so um yeah it's a way to interact with someone and still be safe yeah and somebody said and men too yes men too like uh when it when, when i use holes it's, it's all holes no matter straight gay bisexual a ho- or you know a whole yeah. a whole sense whole whole nigga whole. bitch these are gender inclusive terms yes. if you know how to use them um uh <laughs> so, <laughs> and if you know how to do it right don't well nobody can. yeah but uh nah it's i mean there's it's yeah they're ahead of the curve so mm-hmm. i can see how that um you know i can see how that goes um all right let's see um was that it yeah that was it all right the only thing i got to add is y'all need to if i was y'all right now especially uh men or anyone really that goes to the barber beautician on a weekly basis or whatever and you know COVID 19 shutting it down yeah it is go ahead and take all your selfies now change outfits stock up stock up (laughs) on like about three like just three to four times worth your usual amount of selfies you know and then i say leak them out over the next however long we locked up that way it looked like you always stayed fresh you see what i'm saying i'll help you with the game like don't don't be out here you know giving away everything up front now we got to watch a slow progression and you turn into <laughs> george jefferson okay right like me like me wanting to be like fuck it i'm gonna let the chin hair grow yeah don't do that like nobody want to see that shit okay mm-hmm. like if you want to keep a certain image you try to maintain online and stuff like that it's no you know it's like this way you you don't have to know that secretly you know you've been you've been looking like uh james from good times and shit because you just kept you know slowly di- digressing to your natural hairline we don't we don't want to see that okay so go ahead take a bunch of pictures now change shirts change outfits change different locations in your house all that shit and then just put one out every couple days like some like somebody was joking online i forgot who was said they were saying we're we gonna we're gonna mess around see your real hair color now yeah start you know start rationing it out man i'm just trying to help y'all man because all you them know. grays about to shine it's about to get real in these streets you know i cut my own hair so i don't i don't really worry about it you know i can just off at any time but some of y'all you know looking fresh to death you know it's a lot of people much like you know on social media when people like somebody and then they start secretly hating a person and then what do they wait for y'all they wait for them to fuck up and then all the jokes come out because secretly they've been jealous and hating the whole time well guess what guys some men are like that with your hairline okay i'm just gonna tell you straight up it's <laughs> a lot of brothers out here that had to come home a little early shout out to bomani jones and now they see y'all out here shining on them every week with the crisp crisp lineups 
and guess what they've been waiting on the day when the motherfucking uh chickens came home to roost on your head they're gonna sit up there and clown y'all out of jealousy and trying to get you to to join them <laughs> yes, go ahead I'm cut, like, it, cut off. it off cut it off might as well come home all that shit i'm just your trying to help y'all is two feet back cut it off i'm trying to help y'all you might be able to stun on them a little extra if come you go on. ahead and take a bunch of stockpile of selfies right now and they gonna be mad every week like god damn this nigga is still fresh it's august <laughs> what happened you know oh uh, you know what you do you cut your head ball you go mm-hmm see if you cut your hair like me you wouldn't have no problems i'm just saying that's what they want to say to you all right all of a sudden people ain't gonna have their real pictures it's gonna be avatars mm-hmm. y'all can't see the real me no more it's time for the covid19 update y'all <sighs> coronavirus still got us in the house today's song travis scott sicko mode astro yeah sun is down freezing cold that's how we already know when it's here my dog will probably do it for louis bag that's just all he know he don't know nothing else I tried to show him. Yeah. I tried to show him. Yeah. Intro. Fake, fake me out so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger flame, he in sickle mode. Six, 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 six. They get outside when they pull up, they give me loose. Yeah, jump out, boys. That's Nike boys stopping our coast. This shit way too big. When we pull up, give me the loot. Give me the loot. What's off the Remy? That's right, y'all. Sicko mode. Uh, I guess the biggest news for us facing us is that uh, our county is going into uh, stay at home. Yeah, yeah. They had us in Micaburg County jumped. Yep. Um we have now we don't have any in our zip code at the moment but i mean why wait why wait my nigga in the past 14 days i've been outside with two times three times max Mm -hmm. uh and they are giving us the breakdown of uh the age ranges and all that shit below 21.9 percent 20 to 39 years old 52 percent so this shit where everybody keeps telling you oh we figured it out we got nah you say all them college students they be talking about the spring the breaking i just know you don't you don't know um 30 percent for between 40 and 59 and 17 percent over 60 um and 21 percent of those cases are have had to be hospitalized so about one in five people presenting uh symptoms or that have tested positive have had to go to the hospital yeah i was um because you know with everything going on i've been trying to kind of educate myself and they had a real neat video that was going around that was actually showing like the different just like four stages and they were showing like what happens in each stage and things like that and they were saying that a lot of people end up dying because um in your lungs you have like this certain like this protection layer in your lungs that prevents 
uh, mucus and things like that from going into your lungs. And what happens, the virus kind of attacks that layer. And as it attacks that layer, the layer begins to break off and it piles and it piles. And what happens is that your lungs end up filling up with liquid. And, 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 and that's what causes most people to die. A lot of mm-hmm. people, and, and that percentage of the people, are the people that have to get on like the, uh, uh, ventilators, ventilators and things mm-hmm. like that. So that, cause they have to constantly pump oxygen into your lungs to help you breathe and the thing is you don't know that you're in this group until you fall in this group nobody knows how this will impact them um and they were saying that a lot of times uh for people that get the extreme cases hospital for months and they were saying people who get like the light version of it they say you show symptoms anywhere between two to 14 days and they say when you get sick they say a lot of times it hangs around for about 14 days so you know it's just and the thing is you are continually contagious for a while even while they're treating you and all that stuff so you know it's something that people need to take i think more people are now i think a lot of people who took it seriously from the beginning are looking at their co-workers and stuff that's now at home panicking and shit. duh nigga i already have taken this shit seriously but i'm glad you're on the boat now yep uh speaking of taking it seriously now um the spring breaker who i don't know if you guys have seen this video of the people at spring break and it's going around it's a bunch of white kids who look pro- they're probably drunk exhausted partying all day sunburnt but they look almost sick like to yes. be honest they don't look too good anyway uh and one of the person was like if i get it i just get it or whatever um well he has apologized uh because uh i guess shit got too real whatever he apologized for his if i get corona i get corona comment because it became a meme and everyone was sharing it being like yo what the fuck is wrong with these people these fucking idiots blah 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 um and somebody recognized him well you know somebody would recognize you i mean it's the internet now like uh people got people people up on everything out here on this internet you know so like the, the as soon as your face was shown I, it don't matter what age you are you getting doxxed or whatever someone gonna uh, saying something that insensitive and angering and stupid right when people going my family members just died or something word only the only the president gets away with that kind of insensitivity on a daily level right uh spring break apologized for his insensitive comments he made about coronavirus while vacationing in florida brady slutter's remark if i get corona i get corona i'm not gonna let it stop me from partying went viral last week uh so he he uh he's from ohio he wrote a remorseful remorseful post on instagram on tuesday saying he'd like to own up to his mistakes i made an apologize to the people i've offended i'd like to sincerely apologize for the insensitive comments to covid19 while i was on spring break i wasn't aware of the severity of my actions and comments like many others i have elderly people who i adore more oops sorry thanks well i can didn't realize uh this video is gonna start playing in the middle of this um I, uh, he goes on to say i have I, uh, like many others i have elderly people who are more than anything in the world and other members who are at risk and i understand how concerning this disease is for all of us yeah um it's wild because uh like i woke up this morning the first thing i saw on twitter was some woman and i shouldn't even say some woman she's actually um like i think she's a journalist but um she was um talking about how um <laughs> um 
this is uh the youth are not going to take this anymore and you know the social contract is you know old older people are taking advantage of the social contract and you know we need to start the economy what what the kids won't have a future if we uh let this uh if we let this go on and how you know it's not fair to the kids that the economy is going to be in a bad place just so we could save a hand you know a small percentage of old people and stuff which is um one a huge it's not even true that right. that's what's going to happen right. they got numbers and shit so and that it's affecting a little bit of everybody but it's affecting the younger people at a higher rate right um so you you already know um that's going to be a, a problem for a lot of people but um it's also just the fact that um what she said to me didn't even make sense yeah her name's amanda Marcotti or Marcotte. i'm not sure how to pronounce it i don't want people to die but liberals are not helping by pressuring young people to give up job savings and hope of a brighter future as it is as as if it's a sacrifice they should make without complaint or any expectation of repayment just because it's the right thing to do the conversation should solely be framed as this we are asking young people to give up a lot and to save mostly older people so how are we going to pay them back what sacrifice will be demanded to make them whole i appreciate how people want to seem moral and righteous but i want to underline the quote-unquote contract part of social contract it is not justice to make young people give up their futures we need to repay them with interest people's fears about losing jobs losing houses and watching retirement savings disappear are not minor and if we fail to take them seriously they will start to listen to trump and others who say we have to reopen the economy yeah guess the race by the way it's it's absolutely mind-boggling to me to see supposed progressives reply to this with contempt for the ordinary person's desire to live anything but a mean grasping life wondering if they will ever have any hope for a better future most people like it or not are experiencing this as a major sacrifice to someone else uh so someone else can live how about we start talking now about repayment instead of about nobility and sacrifice anyway that is my humble ask every time you feel the need to shame someone about worrying about their economic future instead be generous to their fear and turn that energy towards the demanding that they be repaid in full for their sacrifice that statement made no sense at all it's not based in nobody's facts what what are they talking about anyway i'm thinking about not just being kind just being decent and kind to young people but also strategically a message of you will give up your future so others can live is not a winning one we will fight like hell so you can be repaid for the sacrifices of winning one it's arguable that the nhs came national health service i guess came into being because the british government unlike so some so-called progressives in my mentions didn't see the people sacrificed in world war ii as something that should be offered in total selfish selflessness no they realized the public should be repaid telling young people they need to give endlessly with absolutely no hope of a future is how we got into do better one more thought it's not just young people imagining being in your 60s and thinking you were going to retire that just went up in smoke if your heart is only with old people which why those folks deserve care too well i can safely say i'll never forget how many liberals added themselves to me today as people who think the values of economic justice and equality much less demanding people be compensated fairly for their sacrifices can be thrown out so casually tough and too bad continue not to be sufficient answers for from so-called liberals when people were people worrying about losing the income at homes thank god the democrats in congress see this the liberals on twitter don't is mind-boggling yeah um 
the thing that's interesting once again um we people keep saying old people and then they always skip over the fact that one is not just old people Mm-mm. two is people with pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. and uh comorbidities and things of this nature um so you're talking cancer survivors you're talking people living with hiv you're talking people, people with that asthma asthma diabetes t- mm-hmm. yeah so you're talking these things that your friends and family have mm-hmm. two there's this call there's this toll on people that i don't think and this is like this is why i say twitter kind of reminds me of when i got to college as a freshman and you get in the dorms and in the dorm lobby there's kind of these people that hang out different hours of the day and they just talk all day you mm-hmm. know and they you know sometimes it's good conversation sometimes it's bullshit but it's all like theory it's all these people who've lived one type of existence for most of their life and now they're in college and they're stretching their brains you know they're learning and meeting new concepts and they're talking to different opinions and the things that can be said in these lobbies you know in many cases they can be extremely unrealistic extremely offensive and stuff and there's nothing wrong with this this is where burgeoning thought happens right this is how it how it works you you say you put ideas out into the world and then people give you feedback and then that's how you learn but the thing i've always that i that it always kind of uh i don't know the achilles heel of these conversations is that they operate completely in theory for the most part it's just us spewing theory right it's there's no lived experience because we're all fucking 17 18 like there's not like there's you know there's very little that is informed by you know what the west rest of our life may or may not look like right um which is beautiful at one point but at the same time it's it's border it's good that those conversations can happen in an enclosed space Mm-hmm. because if those conversations were broadcast to the world i feel like that's what it would look like people saying shit like this like yeah why what's wrong with letting old people die you know like to me you essentially do sound like the republicans who want you know the economy needs to start back guys we can't be waiting too long in the economy we need to get everyone needs to get back to work okay this is bullshit like it's that type of response to a pandemic to something that doesn't give a fuck what the dow jones is doing right 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 right, yeah you know coronavirus don't wake up and check the stock exchange it's just killing people you know um the thing that i found ironic is that um she did this in the in the in the name of liberal and progressivism but liberal and progressivism is supposed to be about protecting the people so what you really are saying is certain people aren't important to you this kind of uh and ran iron ran bullshit where it's like oh you're you're disabled mm, not important oh you're living with uh ms yeah you're not important you you can die because i'm not gonna give up my future because the assumption is i'll get sick and then i'll survive somehow keep in mind let's say you get hit by a car young person but because every the fucking icu is full of people uh, on respirators and shit you just die that's how that's what they're doing in italy right now right. something happened to your ass you just fucking die if you show up right now you don't gotta have on a virus it could be something else oh you having a heart attack yeah we're all full at this end you know so this idea that um that's okay the other thing is like the emotional toll i can't even imagine living with the guilt of having gotten my friend co-worker or family member sick mm-hmm. possibly having them die like that's this is why i say the theory doesn't make sense because 
the people who catch it are the people around you you know so it's not like young people is like well you infect my grandma i don't affect yours like nigga you're gonna be fucked up if someone you love dies from this if your aunt that survived breast cancer dies from this shit right you are gonna be fucked up that's not like but once again on twitter it's just a theory none of these people are real none of these concepts are really real even the idea of you know we need to make a bargain for their future one people are doing that that's what democrats are doing right fucking now by being like no we don't need we can't leave any workers behind we need to compensate people for the duration of this we can't just give money to corporations and let them bail themselves out and then put money into buying their stock back these are the these are the things and who put those democrats in place people that voted blue the same progressive and liberal and democrat voters that you're chastising right now who are saying hey you're kind of being insensitive are the same people that put those those politicians in place to make the republicans have to come back to the table so i don't know it was just really kind of um it was just really kind of weird to see somebody say something so disconnected from reality and like i said i can only imagine that it's because we're all sitting in our houses everyone's trying to figure out every angle of this covid19 shit everyone's trying to come up with the hot fresh take that no one else thought of yet and this is what we're getting is people spitballing shit that is i mean casually blatantly offensive in my opinion agreed and it don't make sense it's like what are you talking about yeah and we already have enough of that from the fucking president okay donald trump says he wants to open the economy back up in two weeks or something like that that's impossible like what you're saying is impossible and the thing is it's how can i say this without being mad well because i'm already on 100 uh when it comes to him the thing is he's a dumbass and (laughs) the reason why i say this is because you cannot saying reopen the economy makes no sense Mm -hmm. because what you would do is that some of these people are going to listen to you particularly republicans and allow people to go back to work now some jobs i'll be like fuck that i don't want to get sued no y'all asses at home what are you going to do when the companies decide we our employees safety is more important than your fucking economy what are you going to do when you open shit up and nobody shows the fuck up because that's the possibility of scared what are you going to do when you do this and it fucking spikes back up again because now everybody's going to go back to normal breathing in each other's faces and shit because the states that do this all you're going to do is cause it to go up because with that statement all he said is that i don't give a fuck about the populace dying that's what you're saying i don't give a fuck about the populace dying because that's what's going to happen more people are going to die if you uh allow people to go back to work and that's and what you're talking about is not going to fix the economy it is not going to let it's, it's not going to be the thing that causes people to put more faith in the economy and put more money in the stock market It's not going to make 401ks go up it's not going to calm people down because when somebody asks you about coming people down what did you say it's a nasty question that's what you said you didn't do anything to calm people down so trying to quote-unquote force people to go back to work and basically you forcing black and brown people to go back to work uh because i read a study that says that uh most black and brown people don't have jobs that allow them to work from home you know a very very small of uh black i think that's like 30 something percent of white people 17 percent of asians and like maybe 
five to seven percent of black people actually have the ability to work at home most black and brown people have these jobs that actually have some form of human contact with somebody else that requires them to do this so it's one of these things where it's bigger than you and your economy but because he's so self-centered and actually don't really give a fuck about the populace you know he'll say shit like that and i hope that the governors and the senators and shit fight him on that shit because you know how it's getting cleared up in other countries they're shutting shit down all over they're going everybody and your mama and your cousin too sit your ass at home for two weeks the whole but he would never do anything like that that's the only way you're going to get it to stop yeah the thing too is um corporations have had to basically ignore him in the first place keep in mind corporations started shutting shit down before he said anything Mm -hmm. you know a lot of these uh bigger places that were like we're closing they had to do it a lot of local municipalities had to do it a lot of governors a lot of states a lot of cities had to do this on their own so he's not been any help in the first place um and and he's and, and as you said so eloquently if they um open the economy back up quote unquote whatever that means the economy's not gonna just work nope like it wasn't like they closed the economy down when it started tanking like they were open for business and telling everybody to act like it was no big deal the whole time like the economy was doing bad before whether trump acknowledges it or not the economy is going to do bad for a while now for a while until this shit out of uh the populace and it's not the kind of thing where uh it's gonna die out if enough people die like Mm -mm. like it's either gonna just keep spreading and being around and that'll take months or you can uh, slow it down and it's still gonna take a long period of time right because there's no vaccination so the fuck like i say telling people to go back to work like i said before like like you said companies won't listen anyway a lot of companies gonna be like fuck what he said no you're not going back to work because the shit is still out there how much sense does it make for me as a company to force you to come back to work and have the possibility of you suing me a florida politician apologizes for saying breathing in hot air from a blow dryer can kill coronavirus this might sound kind of silly but being in the medical field that i was as a paramedic it started to make a lot of sense one of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors foremost doctors that has studied the coronavirus says that the nasal passages passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body that's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs just uh load it for a second this is sounds really goofy and it did to me too but it works once the temperature reaches 136 degrees fahrenheit the virus falls apart and just it disintegrates okay and i said well how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees the answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that so you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale with your nose and it kills all the viruses in your nose okay i so i would just i would just caution residents oh they didn't know how to respond to that i didn't realize he was on a panel i thought he was giving like a video or some shit my man who said okay is all of us (laughs) like dude he was really like that stupid shit just happened uh let my brain process the stupidity real quick okay can't have people's skin peel off so this is not a joke this is a thing you believe okay 
okay so so did so are any joke cameras nope ashton kusher's not coming out anytime. i ain't been punked okay all right so this is just where we're going this is where we are here now this is where we're going with this now okay all right let's just uh roll with the scientists nah, over here. what you just said is one of the most idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul okay i I, so i would just i would just caution residents to you know if there, there's lots of misinformation out there we're hearing and learning a lot on social media and, and, and there's just a lot of misinformation on how to cure this disease and you know i i personally would just leave that to your medical provider i, I i've heard so much you know just sad information about you know how to how to cure this virus and it's a new virus that's why they call it a novel novel coronavirus and just caution um caution on the you know mechanisms of you know trying to to you know treat this on your own and leave that up to the medical professionals to be able to do that for you social media i would not even have brought that up this was on oan and one american news network which is the fastest growing national network on cable and uh it's, oan it's, is somewhere like please lord jesus don't say our name don't oh, I, was, I don't know who the hell that is don't bring us up into this don't bring us into this because now everybody knows we the crazy channel right the new fox news if you want to know the truth and it oh, was no. a doctor oh new fox news the new fox news that's no one wants don't put that on my so, the, so they gotta because the only thing you just can out fox fox news right only thing you just proved to me is that this ain't a news channel no it's not worst advertising for a news channel of all time look they like if fox news really kept it real okay they like if fox news was on acid if the if the liberals stopped holding fox news back okay oa oan is what we want america news okay <laughs> it's only one america they like is fox what news gone wild it's only one america guess what color it is you already know see you at nine <laughs> o'clock the fuck is the shows over there the bill o'reilly show it's all the people that got kicked off fox. the other shows yeah <laughs> For, no we keep it real over here okay we got the rush limbaugh show we got the bill o'reilly show we got uh we got the obama alba show obama well, we, yeah so we just talk shit about the black president because oh, everything is fault yeah i was gonna say they definitely got no show called the obama hour i thought you meant the obamas was hosting the show over there no they, they got the white the, man renting they got uh they got what's the dude that just died uh i miss they got don i miss uh corpse over there like weekend at bernie's like what the fuck is mo better than fox news if you think fox good jesus credentials that he has been one of the foremost doctors in studying you know how this is transmitted and that's where that came from and i agree with you there's a lot of baloney out there on social media you gotta be very oh. careful but i only brought it up because <laughs> it came from a pretty reliable source give, right, so- give me the confidence of a mediocre white man talking over an expert <laughs> talking of an expert white woman i would go so much further in life she's like uh okay well those are all my comments as the chief scientist of florida but go ahead you guy who watched uh 
a channel that no one's heard of for three minutes today mm-hmm. you cured the coronavirus he went on later to say after the footage went viral i will not offer any more suggestions unless they are tried and proven i ask for all of your forgiveness for anything offensive that i uttered during these exchanges god bless and soften your hearts oh soften all hearts okay yeah because people on his ass on social media oh okay okay yeah people are highly upset like the fuck is this this motherfucker good grief liberty university students are returning to campus dorms amid coronavirus shutdowns my baby i'm glad i ain't got no kids i'm like no you're not going back no first of all i wouldn't allow any child of mine to go to liberty university no i wouldn't either but i'm talking about one mm -hmm. yeah you wouldn't (laughs) this scenario would have never happened in any imaginary fucking world so so yeah uh do you know like you said before colleges and universities shut down because they don't want to be accountable for the shit you come back and all it's gonna do is spread on your fucking campus and you're gonna send everybody back home again with the fucking virus the hell is this right stay at home and what happened if the student populace is like oh we're not coming back probably get else they already done paid their money yeah officials in lynchburg virginia were filled in complaints tuesday about the hundreds of students that have returned from their spring break to liberty university where president jerry falwell jr has welcomed them back amid the coronavirus pandemic we could not be more disappointed in the action that jerry took in telling students they could come back and take their online classes on campus uh as college campuses across the country began announcing campus closures earlier this month liberty which is among the nation's largest and most prominent evangelical institutions initially planned to continue on campus instruction but last week after virginia governor ralph northam restricted gatherings of more than 100 liberty said it would transition to classes online residential students were told they were welcome to return to campus and on into their dorms the move was at odds with many other institutions of higher education that had urged students to stay home amid health crisis right which means you're gonna have i don't know about y'all but i was a ra at a female freshman dorm and nigga it was like 350 400 of us in that fucking building a lot of people can be in the building yeah 1100 students were back on campus as of tuesday morning the university said it's provided safe and reliable accommodations and taking extra hmm. steps to ensure students health including extra sanitizing measures and changes to on-campus dining it don't matter you're gonna have an outbreak on your goddamn campus mm-hmm. you're gonna have an outbreak you know and uh you know our moonwalking governor might moonwalk his ass over there and be like the fuck is this y'all go back home a nasa employee at kennedy space center test positive for coronavirus so now it's gonna be in the in space be careful up there on the moon if you're listening to this stay away uh uh stedman got it so oprah reveals that he's quarantined in their guest house because you know oprah don't play that Mm-mm. she ain't going out like idris elba wife she like listen okay this ain't to death do us part we ain't married you can stay in the other uh, you've been my boot thing for a long ass time stay on the back hundred acres okay the whole back hundred and leave me alone it's all yours rome do whatever you want to do we will burn the house down once you are cleared by the doctors come on and rich um um a, a man dies after taking chloroquine phosphate which is used to treat parasites in fish parasites and fish yes the man told nbc news the man's wife 
so he died they both took it the man's wife told nbc news she had heard donald trump discuss the potential benefits of taking chloroquine and they were afraid of getting sick however the toxic ingredient was not the medical form of chloroquine which is used to treat malaria it was instead an ingredient used to treat parasites in fish i had the substance in my house because i used to have koi fish she said i saw it sitting in on the back shelf and thought hey isn't that stuff they're talking about on tv the couple who are in their 60s decided to <gasps> mix a small amount of the substance water to drink as a way of preventing the coronavirus within minutes i started vomiting my husband started developing respiratory problems and wanted to hold my hand the better health based on arizona uh based in arizona said the couple took the additive called chloroquine phosphate uh unfortunately the couple confused the chloroquine chloroquine phosphate in their fish treatment with the medication known as hydroxychloroquine that trump had recently called a possible treatment for covid19 dr daniel brooks medical director of banner poison and drug information center released a statement saying given the uncertainty around covid19 we understand that people are trying to find new ways to prevent or treat this virus but self-medicating is not the way to do so the fda has not approved hydrochloroquine to treat the coronavirus yeah that's what i'm it's very frustrating um, I mean, hydro, hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. I wish the news would just stop covering his shit. Just, just, just have him come in there and talk to nobody. Cause fuck him. Yeah, I saw people being like they probably voted for uh Trump, so fuck him and all this shit. I don't know. No, uh, no. I just feel in general like uh, he's, he's very dangerous, and the yes. office of president is a very dangerous place for him to be because people are listening to uh snake oil salesmen and yes sir uh, it's putting a lot of people in danger mm-hmm. white supremacists encouraging their members to spread coronavirus to cops jews and uh, to cops and jews now i don't i mean i understand from their point of view obviously not mine i understand white supremacists wanting to target jewish people mm-hmm. that makes within the framework of their belief system i would say that makes some level of sense what i don't understand is them ha- wanting to get the cops the 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 coronavirus that i mean that seems a bit i don't know redundant maybe like yeah because a lot of them are in our police offices like you know yeah the way the system is designed but also i think for a lot of them they're like uh actually they are the people that actually stop us from actually being racist racist like we can only be but so racist i mean uh i mean shit gonna happen but i mean we ain't gonna go full force like we ain't gonna go have a clan rally and like have somebody hanging like we used to where a thousand of us show up we ain't, we you know we can't bring them old days back you know that might be what they're aiming for oh. i mean even though i know police officers you know was actually present when the shit happened and actually you know mm-hmm. let them do those types of things but you know my my is like i, I don't know i, I don't have an Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. 
yeah and you know all cops ain't white either so they was like well we take out all the cops they didn't say sneeze on the black ones or cough on the black ones no they say cops like they said all cops. the cops so yeah and i just can't see it because to me i'm like you know that's like the lakers saying we gonna uh, sneeze on all the basketball players you mean the game you run like come on now what kind of shit is this this is uh, that's that's that, white on white crime that was my logical thinking white supremacist on white supremacist crime i'm just saying uh kentucky co uh kentucky church ignores social distancing advice and now a worshiper has COVID 19 mm-hmm. i believe that i don't know why they think jesus gonna stop this mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. gonna work that way Mm-mm. take pay attention to the science and stop being stupid it saves souls not jesus stopped the coronavirus yeah uh days after the service in question senior minister charlie braswell i mean baswell uh uh received <laughs> uh received a phone call from callaway county health department advising church leadership that an out-of-town visitor to their building had tested positive for the virus no identifying information about the individual was provided in a now deleted facebook post university church of christ recommended that anyone who attended the service there should self-quarantine for 10 days or isolate themselves from others who live with them then they must have realized wait a minute 10 days that means they'll miss one of the church church services Mm -hmm. uh so i guess they deleted it i don't know why they deleted it um but because they've been going about their lives in contact with other people for days now there are limits to what a delayed self-quarantine will do to halt the spread of the virus exactly and the example the church has set dismissing and ignoring medical advice downplaying the seriousness of the pandemic isn't exactly stellar Basil says that his church chose to hold services because he believed that he had taken enough precautions to keep people safe shortening the service using gloves to serve communion and encouraging members to practice social distancing or skip church altogether if they feel uncomfortable now he's complaining about the criticism he's facing for his failure to take Bashir's recommendation seriously as well as for the later decision to publicly warn his church members about the danger they unknowingly face instead of keeping the information to himself we wanted to get the word out to them and again at the advice of what i assume to be officials in our country we did that to the best of our ability we have since paid a heavy price for that i don't know if i could say anything that could make any difference so i probably won't even try it this time well he's giving up the faith um yeah well, y'all just gonna be mad yes you should you should have shut the doors mm-hmm but he's not alone several christian leaders and institutions in kentucky have balked at the precautions Bashir recommend recommended for churches in particular pastors deeply invested in a narrative that paints them as victims of an anti-faith culture complained that churches were being singled out for attack singled out your kids ain't going to school my nigga like singled out they like unless it's essential and you and jesus can hang in the house this is not essential we can call each other on skype and have a prayer line if that's what it takes no you don't have to do this canceling service was made harder that churches were singled out and commercial businesses athletic events were not mentioned the state religion may turn out to be basketball after all it's going to be the responsibility of the government leaders to to be extremely clear when they are making these requests christian leaders will expect to be included in any recommendations but not singled out actually around the same time that he called for church closures governor Bashir made similar recommendations to prisons daycares 
public schools universities nursing homes local conferences sports organizations and the organizers of a yearly saint patrick's day parade right you're not special my nigga also Bashir is a christian so just in case that matters you're not y'all are not special Uh, an ontario merchant calls covid19 a hoax and tells coughing visitors to visit oh he gonna be like the like that place in your book you talked about where they was like come on down here to the the sunnyville wherever and them people then the man was the first person to go Due to COVID, due to the COVID nineteen pandemic hoax, we are canceling nothing. Read part of a post on the weekend weekend by the owner of Yummy Mummy Emporium and Apothecary, um, located just two hundred kilometers northeast of Toronto. The store is owned and run by Amanda Volmer, who describes herself as a mompreneur. Uh, Volmer's Facebook post went on to encourage customers to visit the store regardless of their health status, even in the midst of the pandemic. You can come over here with a fever and a cough all you want. We know that germs can't, don't cause disease. You mm. are, you are welcome to visit us for the March break while fools cancel everything according to the government propaganda. The post quickly caught the readers of the popular Yummy Mummy Club, an unrelated popular Toronto-based online community that focuses on issues affecting mothers. Its founder and CEO, Erica M., began getting calls from readers after Vomer's post went up. So they don't even have nothing to do with this shit. Uh, the information she is sharing right now is sure to spread the virus in itself is a virus, said M., mm-hmm. who asked Global News to investigate. She has used my company name for her business and online property for women. We are sharing essential information about keeping kids inside. This woman's information is dangerous. It's also infringing on my copyright. Mm, get litigious. Um, Global News traveled to Menden to find out why Vomer was advertising potentially sick customers to come to the store, which sells items including medical jewelry, essential oils, and Himalayan crystal salt. Oh, God. So this is like the Canadian hotel shit. Oh, my God these motherfuckers incense man. Is in there too and i like incense man i know there are religious people that listen to this fucking show and i get it i i i, I know i'm not trying to bash your shit but come on man this is one of the few things that white supremacy and just like religion are one of the few things where people will allow folks to just check out from reality and be like well if that's what you believe no nigga the facts the truth people are dying it is science you will die you will cause other people to die this, this is not a freedom issue you're not a victim because people are like science applies to christians too come on yes it does damn and oh. they don't have to be contradictory to each other just because you got a religion or whatever the fuck man like that don't got nothing to do with i have crystal moons nigga i don't give a fuck about them crystals right now like what oh my god i'm sorry it's just frustrating to read this shit Mm -hmm. um um chicken and walmart aren't protecting staff amid pandemic workers say i believe of course they don't want to pay people i'm telling you this is how it's gonna this is gonna be the next level man Mm -hmm because you're gonna have people that have to go to work no one's testing them nobody everyone thinks you can just like you know put some sanitizer on the buggy and that fixes everything but it's like these motherfuckers gonna be living breathing uh maybe even uh asymptomatic putting you know put terms on shit and you're just gonna slip you're gonna forget 
you know touch one of your mucous membranes or some shit or you know something's gonna happen and that's how a lot of us are gonna get it man like this is one of the few essential things to stay open is stores and stuff you know and so if you're not taking it serious it's fucked up uh workers said they they were anxious about working in crowded environments with increased workloads understaffing inadequate sanitary protections and lack of increased compensation or paid time off for workers now on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic yeah because some people uh, are like i am not coming in i quit because i don't want to die trying to do this for this little bit of money and some people don't got that option yeah some people don't know that's night that's like an that's a privilege to be able to say yes. i can do without the money like some i'm 64 years old and according to the cdc i should be staying home and practicing social distancing and quarantine said a walmart customer service manager in midwest who requested to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation Mm -hmm. i can't do that as i can't afford to take off work unpaid so i go to work and pray that none of the hordes of shoppers i'm exposed to don't transmit it to me that thing the thing that scares me the most is it getting exposed and passing it to my 84 year old mother Mm. yeah this is scary man everyone called out on mandatory overtime day gets an occurrence in walmart's attendance point system said the worker every day that we have been doing 80 to ninety thousand orders is not even putting a dent in the amount of orders that are coming in we were not prepared for this at all this is the walmart warehouse in florida right and then y'all probably didn't increase people's wages they don't get hazard pay y'all like like work work for this well it's overtime but it don't matter even if you could pay more money it don't matter no it don't the money not the problem like that's the thing like money can't fix this Mm mm-hmm like if a motherfucker gets sick they okay you rich and sick you poor and sick you sick you know these are the same people touching the boxes coming into your house right. you know like this shit is real um let's see uh oh the olympus got postponed to next year and shout out to canada because they was the first people to be like no wasn't it about a week or two ago the dude had to apologize when he was like i don't think we should have behavior didn't we read that where you was like dude one to do and he had to apologize to one yeah. of the other dudes yeah uh so yeah you think the athletes like oh airports done shut down who the fuck is gonna countries done shut down who's gonna fly over there where the outbreak started no yep uh police urge parents to keep an eye on their kids after teens cough on grocery store fruit for new social media trend what uh, Thursday, Purcellville police took to Facebook to acknowledge the new social media. A group of teenagers filmed themselves coughing on produce in a grocery store. We have learned that this appears to be a disturbing trend on social media across the country, and we ask for help from parents to this behavior immediately. The trend comes amid coronavirus pandemic. Well, we know all these people are dying. Yeah, and and you know what? People thought that shit was cute when people were fucking licking ice cream and shit. That wasn't cute then. Cute now. Ain't that right? Remember how we I was all, living? We I all was, were were people that you know was, Kamala Harris locked them up. Want to see everybody go to prison? Ask people. Remember that? That's, that's where that bullshit started. Like you know, I want to be able to eat my food in confidence and not fucking get sick. Mm-hmm. Lock them kids up if you catch. Yep but i just remember people think y'all think the answer is locking up everybody Rand paul kept working for six days after he got tested for a coronavirus he just assumed he couldn't get it and he didn't think he would have it so he just kept working spreading it all over you know everywhere now he's out for self-isolating mm-hmm. yep yep 
You mean tell me all the rest of them ain't got it too? I'm surprised has, has all of all of, all of the senators and the congressmen should be tested if they ain't already. All of them. Well, they probably tested them now, but I mean, like I said, he got tested because he was at risk, and then he worked for six more days because his assumption was I probably don't got it, and it turns out he do got it, and he exposed people for six days because he didn't sit his ass down. Oh, oh somebody yeah i forgot yeah he has staffers that he's constantly in and out of meetings and yeah, wow so now all those people have to self-quarantine too now right yep um reggie says well trump ain't took no test uh, neither has pence they both said they have but i don't believe them Mm-mm, i don't believe them. you know so I'm, i mean and that's just a fact that that's just the fact that they lie so much so i, I mean you know fool me once yeah, anyway yeah you can tell me that it's negative if you never took the fucking test because you don't really know mm-hmm. uh all right let's try to get into something else guys how about uh... actually you know what? i'm about no. to say no i don't, I don't that's what i'm about to say i'm, I'm not, not feeling in the mood for this song right now i'm Thank not you. feeling it thank you i'm glad i was like no i mean i sing because that's what we do but i was like i you was going to end the song i was like a (laughs) hundred yeah i'm not feeling i'm fucked with um we try to do something else let's uh let's lighten it up guys let's lighten it up okay it's that time it's been a few a couple weeks since we've done this it's time to get into chris lambert's favorite segment of the podcast let's do some white people news everyone okay thank you we need to lighten it up and whiten it up frankly uh and i do have a, a acoustic cover uh with the white people song so. are we gonna see it Hopefully. i don't know i hope so i i, I shared it but i you know how my computer does you froze uh in my hold on i gotta pause everything keep and moving <laughs> refresh all right so we didn't have to reset but uh i will go ahead and uh, play the song for you guys um here we go in my Indisposed, in disguises, no one hides the face, lies the snake. The in my disgrace, boiling heat, summer stench, neath the black, the sky looks dead. Call my name through the cream. Scream again Black hole sun Won't you come And wash away in red Black hole sun Won't you come Won't you come Won't you come Start a red Cold and dead the warm with your friend Times are gone for all in this 
This song, I probably have heard it on me. Everyone's heard Black Hole Sun. Um, wow, that wasn't even like that big of an interpretation of it. It sound kind of like what the original sound like, but oh, okay, I think the original is better. I'll look it up on Spotify, see if I can play the original for you. But I mean, Soundgarden did that shit. grunge music era yeah they just be rocking not in their head with all that long hair well this also had an iconic video with all the faces with the big ass eyes and it like it made people look like fake happy it was so fucking amazing it was a such a groundbreaking video and song oh my god the back the sky looks Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Original, yeah. No offense to sis, but mm-hmm. listen, this ain't this ain't a song about blowing. This is a song that oh, uh, and also it's also the fault of the uh, white dudes on the instruments. There, like they needed the live drum to really snap like this shit. Yes. Oh man, that was a jam back in the day. So, um, anyway, of course that's y'all's man. Uh, I could cover more Trump shit, but I'll just cover the shorter ones. Trump considered full pardon, considered a full pardon for Michael Flynn. Of course he is. Right. That's his boy. Mm-hmm. That's a shout out to everybody else. Y'all keep breaking the law. I'll get you out. 
u.s is pushing to reject all asylum seekers citing the coronavirus because that's his answer to everything yes trump administration i said yes brown people administration asked states uh to delay the release of unemployment numbers once again only worried about the economy and worried about fleecing it by the way not he's just gonna lie to the economy <laughs> i just won't tell you it's just like his taxes right i just won't tell you yeah tell them people who really without gonna be without jobs or losing their jobs right now right like that's what he do dog that's what he fucking do man how you go numbers that comes out every month um so uh i did want to go through this because this is actually worthwhile uh it's a timeline of what trump has said about the coronavirus okay january 30th we think we have it very well under control we have very little problem in this country at this moment five and those people are all recuperating successfully but we're working very closely with china and other countries and we think it's going to be have a very good ending for us hopefully it won't be as bad as some people think it could be that was january 30th february 10th uh now the virus that we're talking about having to do you know a lot of people think that goes away in april with the heat as the heat comes in typically that will go away in april we're in a great shape though we have 12 cases 11 cases and many of them are in good shape now days later the center for disease control director robert redfield estimates the virus is probably with us beyond this season and beyond next this year i think so too february 14th despite redfield saying the coronavirus will be uh in the u.s beyond 2020 trump continues to push the idea that it'll be gone in a matter of weeks there's a theory that in april when it gets warm historically that has been able to kill the virus he says while speaking to the national border patrol council so we don't know yet we're not sure yet but that's that's around the corner speaking to reporters on the white house lawn we have it at very much under control in this country that was february 23rd the next day he says um uh he went on twitter and says the coronavirus is very much under control in the usa we are in contact with everyone and all the relevant countries cdc and world health have been working hard and very smart stock market starting to look very good to me of uh, because that stock market so he's about february 26th during the press briefing we're going to be pretty soon at only five people and we could be at just one or two people over the next short period of time so we've had very good luck i think every aspect of our society should be prepared i don't think it's going to come to that especially with the fact that we're going down not up we're going very substantially down not up february 27th it's going to disappear one day it's like a miracle it will disappear what uh yeah february 28th uh he's called it the democrats new hoax february 29th while speaking at a conservative political action conference he uh claims his administration has under control i've gotten to know these professionals uh they're incredible and everything is under control i mean they're very very cool they've done it and they've done it well everything is really under control march 4th uh he calls the who's estimate of the global death rate false describes the coronavirus as very mild and suggests that those infected can get better by sitting around and going to work you can get better by going to work sitting around and going to work march 7th he says no i'm not concerned at all no i'm not no we've done a great job uh that was at mar-a-lago march 9th he bashes democrats 
the fake news media and their partner the democrat party is doing everything within its semi-considerable power it used to be greater to inflame the coronavirus situation far beyond what the facts would warrant surgeon general the risk is low to the average american uh so last year 37,000 americans died from the common flu it's averages between 27,000 and 70 per year nothing is shut down life in the economy go on at this moment there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus with 22 deaths think about that uh not too long ago you told us it was only seven and it was gonna be five, five it was and, going down yeah. we have it under control now we have 500 something yeah also him and bernie sound so much alike when it comes to that democrat party and the media shit right that's who controls everything the democrats and the media uh as a uh so then as a number of calls as the number of infected americans climb towards ten thousand, trump is now attempting to recast the effort to mitigate the impact of coronavirus as a war against an unseen enemy and now you know where he's at you know with the it's real time to take it serious but that's just a timeline of been saying before all that just so that you know so that we don't ever get confused uh now we can get into white people news all right up first in the uh, white people news Kevin Hart and Aniko are expecting baby number two. Oh, mm-hmm. Congratulations to them. You know, I feel like he's officially made it to white people news territory. You know? Oh yeah, he's actually been there for a while. Britney Spears calls for wealth redistribution and the general strike on Instagram. Come on, I'm Britney, bitch. <laughs> she says he said fuck blackism. Okay. She is for white socialism. She trying to change. I didn't know Britney was woke. Um, but yeah, she said, look, the, the riches got too much over here and stop going to work. Everybody, we got to get help. Uh, Britney seemingly called for the redistribution of work, work, wealth and a general strike on Monday, reprogramming a post written by Instagram user Mimi Zoo. During this time of isolation, we need to connect now more than ever. The text shared by Spirit said, going on to describe how we will learn to kiss and hold each other through the waves of the web. We will feed each other and wealth strike. We will understand our own importance from the places we must stay. Uh, the work bitch singer captioned the post by quoting the text penultimate, the, co- the communion moves beyond walls and added three emoji roses a symbol commonly associated with the democratic socialists of america queen of the proletariat cheered one of the fans in the comments wow Brittany, who, who knew so, yeah, she done been through a lot and she was like y'all know what i've learned some things yep um uh, speaking of uh queen standing up for everybody our girl sophie turner who you guys may know as sansa from game of thrones mm-hmm uh she took a shot at our at, uh at wasp from uh from ant-man and the wasp evangeline lily oh she's yeah honey shiny she bet she better uh uh watch out they already took john and aria over there she gonna fuck around and uh she gonna be over there uh being the queen of the north <laughs> over there in the marvel universe somewhere stay inside don't be fucking stupid even if you count your freedom over i don't know what is it your health she said during an instagram live video on friday turner seemed to be referring to a controversial instagram post that lily made a few days earlier i don't give a f about your freedom you can be infecting other people other vulnerable people around you by doing this so stay inside guys it's not cool and it's not big and it's not clever and that's the tea Woo! 
Ooh, was she on her reading stoop when she said this i don't know Ooh. she's my queen of the north oh my god wow oh my god yeah um i will follow you my queen listen i i stand for our girl selfie turtle okay come on um psh, wow she is out there like listen do not make us uh sick these motherfucking wolves on your ass uh daniel craig who you guys may know as james bond yes daniel craig said he'd rather get rid of a 125 million dollar fortune and leave it to his children oh what did his kids do Ooh, what did his kids do uh he said he won't leave a single penny to his children when he dies and he finds the idea of inheritance distasteful the actor whose final james bond film has been delayed because of the coronavirus added my philosophy is to get rid of it or give it away before you go he told saga magazine in a new interview i don't want to leave great sons to the next generation 52 has two children one of whom he had with his wife rachel vice in 2018 his other daughter ella is from a previous marriage to fiona Lauden. in the same interview craig who first appeared in the sunday times rich list in 2018 said he dreamed of playing a superhero as an aspiring actor i dreamed of being all sorts of other things spider-man uh superman the invisible man even a good old-fashioned cowboy he said so yeah daniel craig out here like fuck these children giving it all away put your own bootstraps up literally you know what shout out to him you see don't you already feel relieved guys the white was again gotta give it to him you know this is, it I was mean, like you're white you'll be all right this is i mean i'm just saying like white people in general just they news is so much more just ah it's just a breath of fresh air over here you know we was over here ain't we really lucky we got oh, white, the corona <laughs> white people just came through like you know what it ain't even that serious y'all mm-hmm. um let me see if i can share my screen because you guys know how my computer gets because it's about that time to do one of the articles where we have to like look at the person and shit okay um but apparently somebody named fiona faulkner <clears throat> and her fiance Haley willis attended a wedding amid coronavirus pandemic oh the privilege must be so good to be able to be like uh, pandemic uh not on my wedding day i got to strut my stuff okay i hope y'all didn't think i was gonna let a little pandemic stop me and my closest friends from celebrating i do feel bad for the people that plan stuff like this but like you don't know how you can do this shit and apply all the rules really Mm-mm. and you know and what's fucked up is like you can have it nobody's gonna come uh but like the caterers and all those people at risk they got to you know bring up there and deliver your food and shit like that a lot of people are like i can't get my deposit back well that that's that dims the brakes nigga and your friends and family that might get what if they get sick what if grandmama died to see your mm-hmm. wedding and it's your wedding that killed her like and, i don't you know, know i'm i'm sorry y'all got plans for, and i'm not coming i don't give a damn whose birthday who 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 what's happening i'm not coming yeah don't so. invite me 
are waiting on the pictures to load but i'll read the article so the former host of the biggest loser australia 37 posted gram of herself and Haley cozying up to each other on saturday she dressed up in a figure hugging green dress while her sports journalist partner flaunted her torn torso in a black crop top team with the high-waisted trousers the model who wrapped her arms around her love captioned the post hottest date along with love heart and rainbow emojis also it's like a same-sex couple Ooh, um that made me think what if somebody was smart enough to do virtual weddings i don't think that's gotta have been a thing like it should actually people start. get married in prison and shit it's gotta be a thing yeah like it like eventually i think it's going to blow up where i can have like a virtual room you can log in you can see everything from from your house and grandma and all them can 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 do it without people actually being there i mean you're gonna have to it's not really gonna be a choice you do graduations like that and shit yeah um my word is that my worry is that people will still try to secretly do shit um but yeah on the right she is filling out this dress though i'll see you sis mm-hmm, i like that dress is pretty biggest online. loser must be different in australia because here didn't they have like jillian michaels and mm-hmm. like she thick and she still got the host i see y'all y'all woke over there uh, she also posted a photo of her finding her sensational curves in a emerald frock that showcased her physique at, by past duchess i don't know and tan heels by bear let's wedding ready she captured her fo- uh, 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 photo yes curves i see you mm-hmm. oh that's a full full shot yeah she's pretty yeah man full figure over there Mm-mm-mm. that's a good dress too mm-hmm but a fan shared their concern at fiona and Haley's decision to attend the wedding in the comment section they wrote it's a gorgeous dress and you look great but i'm shocked people are still going out the only way that we can help what is going on at the moment is to stay home unless absolutely necessary fiona responded to them and clarified it's a small outdoor clifftop wedding social distancing in practice um i guess this is her at the beach a uh, little vitamin d some meditation and some isolation out there on the beach by herself the comment comes after she opted to head to the beach for self-isolation on tuesday um uh, at the, as the total number of people diagnosed with the virus in australia is a thousand and seventy three including seven deaths well you know good luck to them man hope they handle mm-hmm. it better than we did come on or are doing I, I, I think they shut shit down there too they was like no they just had them fires and shit too right so they was like we just had fires we can't have people getting sick now right um uh, let's see uh mike the situation sorrentino and michael cohen formed a relationship over uh michael cohen formed a relationship over chicken in prison okay the situation you guys remember you remember mm-hmm. him he okay. in jail yeah he went to jail for tax evasion or something Ah. he talked about it on here uh but he claimed he formed a bond with michael cohen in federal prison when he asked president trump's former lawyer to smuggle some chicken in for him the jersey shore family vacation star recalled this bizarre encounter with the disgraced attorney on an upcoming episode of the show also he also as he also made other stunning revelations about his time at the federal correction institution including how mills were like the prison scene from goodfellas and how he improved himself by learning other languages he was free last september he brought up his relationship going after his jersey shore castmate paul paulie d del vecchio del vecchio uh, asked him was there ever an emergency lockdown situation 
yeah claim sorrentino who served an eight-month prison sentence for tax evasion as seen in a clip exclusively obtained by page six the first day cohen came in which was the president's attorney we had a lockdown because there was drones and helicopters and a funny thing about it was the most important thing in prison is pretty much food a lot of the guys will barter they'll make deals for food so when michael cohen came into prison i was like all right he didn't eat chicken so i went straight up to michael cohen i was like listen mike i'm gonna need you to do something for me this is his first day he walked in you know he said anything mike what do you need i said i'm gonna need you to to smuggle some chicken for me sorrentino's 37 claimed uh he explained that he would hide the server in his locker and eat it after he lifted weights at the gym he's like no problem no problem uh thursday comes around which is chicken day cohen's nowhere to be found i'm like damn cohen was chicken on chicken day uh, i saw him a couple di- hours later and i was like yo man what happened he's like yo man they know th- we're trying to smuggle chicken <laughs> that's how michael cohen talks yes uh yeah he also said he had a good time in uh prison despite the chicken failure uh snooki asked him is prison like in goodfellas like is it in goodfellas oh god they were so adorable i miss them <laughs> <laughs> oh um actually we did eat like that sometimes like you guys cooking stuff or poly d ass referring to the mob flicks fame prison cooking scenes well you needed to know someone but maybe due to uncle nino putting out the word for your boy here uncle nino is vinnie's vinnie vinnie guadagnino's family member and a staple of new jersey short feature a fixture uncle nino is pretty connected he knows people uh guadagnino um explained in a confessional as a flashback clip of sorrentino and nino talking about his prison friends play he's basically been in and out of jail pretty much his whole life so he knows a lot of people uh sorrentino went on to explain that a boston crew began to look out for him saying they controlled the kitchen and they made sure i ate well he then added that he learned russian and spanish from sitting with different groups at lunch and dinner snooki remarked in a confessional i feel like mike got smarter in jail because he knows spanish now he knows russian basically he went to private school and he came back a smarter man and a younger looking man and a young man we all need to go to jail federal jail don't <laughs> <laughs> white people news make y'all feel better white people lose they can't wait to go to the, the benefits of jail they want to go to jail black people news we like stop putting us in jail stop putting us in there lord no white people news you know what it's, you could go on a no jail on the jail diet yeah and the, and the white people news old white women are like my um what's it my bucket list is to be arrested mm-hmm. white jail hit we, different we, we like don't arrest my grandma please um a woman discovers the bar of soap she's been washing her hands with for days is actually a block of cheese i know she got the rona <laughs> and the cheese do too a woman in the u.s has become the laughing stock of the internet at the village she spent the past few days mistakenly washing her hands with a block of cheese rather than a soap she didn't realize it wasn't sudden up molly from vancouver washington thought she was doing her bit to stop the spread of coronavirus by thoroughly washing her hands with a bar of soap unfortunately she instead succeeded in spreading some rather than mature uh looking some wait some rather mature looking cheddar on her hands over the course of several days sharing her story tell on reddit molly explained how the cheese ended up being mistaken for a bit of soap after it was let out left out of the fridge during a drunken late night snack 
waking the next morning she assumed that the lump was the remnants of a bar of soap she asked she also was keen to stress that she does actually keep a bar of yellow unscented soap nearby for just such use with two with the two evidently getting mixed up just realized my soap wasn't working because it's literally a block of cheese she wrote i use a liquid soap for the dishes bar soap for this it's gentler on my hands after i had to do chores if that makes any sense uh it was a couple days of why isn't this foaming i come to realize it was dried out square of tillamook sharp cheddar cheese i suspect i left it out when i was intoxicated and just forgot she didn't smell her hands but i would smell cheesy well white people always smell like cheese so i mean you know they love cheese karen they do so i would I do su- too nothing like it's some good monster i'm more surprised she didn't notice it just because white people love cheese so much i mean i thought she would have like fucking almost ate her own hands off you know ah, that smells so good i mean they do love cheese uh southern charms thomas ravenel 57 is expecting a child with a registered nurse 38 four months after settling his long-running custody battle with ex Catherine dennis the disgraced reality tv star thomas ravenel is embroiled embroiled in a whole new baby mama drama oh shit the 57 year old former south carolina treasurer is expecting a child with another woman and that the baby is due in june mm. uh, even by the chaotic standards of reality tv ravenel's personal life has always been controversial now heather masco 38 a registered nurse and mother of two who has been in an on-again, off-again relationship with Ravenel since last summer, is just three months away from giving birth to his child. Uh, Ravenel is doing everything he can to keep the pregnancy and the child's imminent arrival under wraps. Thomas is, the source claim, Thomas is doing everything he can to keep a lid on this. He's told Heather not to go out, and even people who know are afraid to say anything because Thomas is so aggressive when he is crossed they added Catherine knows she was told by her attorney ravenel's turbulent relationship with 28 year old dennis mother of two of his children saint and kenzie who turned uh four and then kenzie turned six uh this month but his recent back to back to back ain't it mm-hmm. but in recent months the pair who have hauled each other through courts uh through the courts of charleston and public opinion alike appeared to put their differences uh behind them attending events together and speaking optimistically of co-parenting in common with all of his romantic liaisons ravenel's relationship with masco has been drenched in drama from the start the source claimed masco has two children a son and a daughter aged 12 and 13 by well-known charleston restaurateur leo chick chick chorus chorus who's 60 so she got a type she like a mole and it seems that ravenel may have met his match in the litigious restauranteur who split for for mascow was every bit as acrimonious as ravenel's from dennis mascow's uh mascow was arrested in 2014 when chia chorus accused her of fraudulently running up bills on his credit card the charges were subsequently dropped and the case dismissed more recently chad chorus uh has made his disapproval of his ex-relationship with ravenel clear in last august on um, learning uh that ravenel had spent the night with his former partner while the children slept under the same roof furious a furious chick chorus draped a huge banner from the front of his charleston home it featured ravenel's most recent mugshot under the words keep this guy out of your house while miners are sleeping 
the better uh read thomas ravenel was booked of second degree assault and battery to a former nanny on january 25th 2015 it also noted the historic drug charge that saw ravenel spending time in prison and lose his position as south carolina treasurer stating thomas ravenel was also indicted on federal cocaine charges in june 2007 oh damn damn i didn't know southern charm got down like this Me jesus either these motherfuckers allowed to have a regular ass show huh just a right, right. reality show right but people be talking about how love and hip-hop and all and setting black people back right. right like jules said tanner can't do this but this nigga was treasure he was a treasurer right and had the most coke ever he was counting dollars but but stevie j too much for y'all negroes right uh ravenel pleaded guilty to third assault and battery of his former nanny don ledwell uh last september he escaped jail time by agreeing to pay a 500 dollar penalty that's all ledwell had originally accused a southern charm alumnus of attempting to rape her at his home in downtown charleston after returning home catastrophically drunk one night in january 2015 the original charge of aggravated rape he's still on tv huh was mm-hmm. never prosecuted but swiftly dropped to his misdemeanor second degree assault and battery and lowered yet further when he admitted in court to having attempted to kiss her in a rough manner and that he was wrong wow and he just gets to go on with life mm-hmm. a civil case brought by ledwell was similarly settled when along with other terms ravenel agreed to make a substantial charitable contribution in her name to an organization supporting victims of sexual assault it was the second of two highly publicized allegations of sexual assault leveled at ravenel last year well damn he was also accused of paying two hundred thousand dollars hush money to tender date deborah perkins in december 2015 following her claims of being assaulted at his hands damn this sounds like your mo dog. and he's still on southern charm he's still southern charming it up shit boy y'all are wild to me Mm-mm-mm all right well that's enough white people news guys i feel subsequently calm down mm-hmm. you know feel, feel like better. feel like i'm in a much better mood now feel like i can go out and conquer the world and, again and live the american dream now you know from the comfort of my own house that i won't be leaving Take him forever to die. It always do. It's always funny to me. Uh, well, it's time for sword ratchetness, guys. When we talk about all these things going on with swords in our society that no one's really doing anything about, okay? Mm-mm. Throughout the world, before the coronavirus, swords was out here running up on people and cutting them down in the prime of their lives, young and old alike. Ever since the the, the first sword was invented, and yet still not enough has been done. A woman is accused of threatening a TC man and his son with a sword. A Traverse City man and his son are okay after being threatened by a woman with a sword. Police say the woman attacked the two Monday night after the man asked her to leave his house because of how she was acting. That's when police say she grabbed a three foot long sword off the wall, took off the sheath protection and was about to swing it. Well, ma'am, that's not going to win the argument. I think you should leave because you're not acting right. Well, I disagree. Shing, like that's chinga chinga ching. Yeah, that's just more reason that's you should sound to me. I always think of an anime. Shing, like it's gonna shine and blind you. The man grabbed his son and left. The police say they were never hurt. The woman was arrested, assault, child neglect, and arrest. So 
there you guys go uh thank you guys for listening tomorrow i believe is our walking dead recap uh so get your feedback in uh email us to blackoutis at gmail.com for that mm-hmm. feedback and uh we'll talk to you then until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.